Nikuda Behecholo Series 4, Volume 18, Matos 2, titled Koshering versus Purifying. In this week's Parsha, we are taught of the laws of koshering utensils that have absorbed non kosher flavor and of immersing food utensils of a Gentile into the mikvah, the ritual pool, before using them. The verses tell us, I quote, Eliezer the Kohen said to the soldiers returning from battle, which was with Midian, only the gold, the silver, the copper, the iron, the tin, the lead, and Rashi comments here, you are excluded from using vessels even after the purification from contamination by a corpse until they were purged from the absorption of the forbidden flesh of carrion. End quote of Rashi. The verse goes on. Whatever is used in fire, you shall pass through fire, and then it will be clean. It must, however, also be cleansed with sprinkling water. Rashi comments here. According to its simple meaning, he was telling them and sprinkling to cleanse them of spiritual uncleanness. Our rabbis expounded here that even to make them fit for use from forbidden food, ritual immersion, immersion was required for metal utensils. End quote of Rashi. The verse continues, and whatever is not used in fire, you shall pass through water. Now, Nachmanides based on Rashi, questions why the law of koshering non-kosher utensils were only told to them now after the battle with Midian and not earlier after the battle with Sichon and Og, two kings that they conquered, from which they definitely brought back spoils of war, among it food utensils. Upon which he answers with the law of all being permissible concerning that which the Jewish people conquered as part of the chosen land, of which the lands of Sichon and Og were, while the war with Midian was not about conquering them, but about avenging what the Midianites brought upon the Jewish people, the plague, the 24,000 that were killed, so forth and so on. However, why does Nachmanides only ask his question about the laws of koshering the food utensils and not about the laws of immersing the food utensils in a mikvah as well? So I just want to say that after exploring the different answers given by commentaries, pointing out questions upon them, and after asking why one doesn't need to immerse his chametz food utensils after Passover if he sold them to a Gentile for Passover, and the question of why the Jewish people didn't have to immerse their own food utensils after receiving the Torah. After this, the Rebbe turns to Rashi's precise language to understand all these issues. Let us look at the precise language of Rashi concerning one, koshering, and of two, immersing the food utensils. By koshering, I quote Rashi, until they have been purged, sheyitaharu, from the absorption of the forbidden. Concerning immersion, Rashi says two things. First, he says, According to its simple meaning, Elazar the Koran was telling them the vessels require purging to cleanse, letarum, them from the absorption of forbidden food. 
And then Rashi goes on to say, our rabbis expounded to make them fit for use. Meaning that according to Rashi, the difference between koshering and immersing, immersing, and I'm talking about immersing from the legal point of view, our rabbis expounded, the quote, is that koshering only applies to purging a food utensil from absorption of the forbidden and hence only applies to used food utensils. However, concerning immersing food utensils, Rashi changes his terminology from purging letaharom to making them fit lahachshiron. Now, the Hebrew word used lahachshiron literally means to prepare the vessel that it may be used. Now, preparing is not about removing from it impurity or non-kosher, which was already done through the koshering. Rather, preparing it for the usage of a Jew means to remove from it even any possibilities of any forbiddenness. Hence, even when the food utensil of a Gentile is new, was never used, and hence does not actually have anything forbidden in it to be removed through koshering, nevertheless, being that while at the Gentile's possession, it had the potential of absorbing the forbidden, hence, when it now transfers to a Jew, the possession of a Jew, Removing from and removed from any potential forbidden absorptions, it needs immersion. Hence, we'll now have the quest, the answer to the three questions the Rebbe asked. One, Nachmanides is focusing on Rashi's simple meaning for immersion, immersion, which is about purging it from the absorption of the forbidden. And hence, Nachmanides' answer concerning Sichon and Og being conquered as part of Israel, and hence everything they conquered became permissible, applies to the immersion as it does to the koshering. Hence, Nachmanides doesn't need to discuss immersion separately from koshering. That's the answer to question number one. Question number two concerning the Passover chametz dishes. You sold it to a Gentile for Passover and now it's coming from the possession of the Gentile back to the possession of a Jew. Now, even though the chametz food utensils were sold to the Gentile for Passover, nevertheless, it remained locked up in the Jew's home and didn't have any potential of absorbing something forbidden and hence doesn't need immersion after Passover. The third and final question, why didn't the Jews have to immerse their own utensils after they received the Torah and the laws of kosher? So even before the Jewish people received the Torah at Mount Sinai, they were handed down from Abraham the laws of not mixing meat and milk and hence their dairy utensils. I'm soon going to explain why the emphasis on dairy. Their dairy food utensils never had the potential of being non-kosher and hence didn't need immersion. Now, parenthetically speaking, the post-Sinai Torah laws of slaughtering meat, the shechita, mandate that their meat utensils is now needing koshering 
and immersion. And the Rebbe goes into that even if they did slaughter it, being that they didn't have the laws of slaughtering it, so there's a difference between the pre-Sinai Shechita and the post-Sinai Shechita. Hence, the meat utensils would have need to be koshered and to be immersed in the mikvah. Not so the dairy utensils. Hence, we understand the difference between the immersion process and the koshering process and Nachmanides focusing on Rashi's simple meaning for the immersion and not the legal aspect of the rabbis expounded.